Hey everyone, welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I'm Rick Nivenace and Happy New Year. There is such an excitement within my heart that I've been carrying over the last couple of days as we've stepped into this new calendar year. And I know that there are things that Yahweh is revealing to us and through us as a people and as a tribe. So there is a real call for maturity and responsibility within the season. And that's something that I've been really walking out and carrying within my heart. And there's a couple things that are stirring within me that I'm just putting pen to paper so I can kind of get a, a teaching or teachings through this process of the maturity we need to carry within the season that we're walking in. So it's really exciting that I get to do this with you. I honor these moments. And I know that I mention it quite often when I do a podcast, but I really do. There are men and women that I co-labor with that it's a true honor to call friends and that I get to do this life together with them. And for all of you listening online, there are so many of you that I call friends and that we've been journeying together and messages that I get from different things that I've done together with the tribe that, that I'm engaging with. It's just really amazing. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just smiling here to you. But within this podcast, I want to talk to you about something that is linked to the maturity that is required of us in the season that we are currently walking out. I want to ask you this question. As Christians, do we have free will and do we have free choice? Now, if you are brought up within the church age, the answer to that question would be yes. Of course, we have free will and we have free choice because that's what we've been taught by the church. If we choose correctly, then we will get the reward for that choice. But if we choose incorrectly, then there would be the consequence for the choice that we made. So that's pretty much what we've been taught within the church age. Okay. Now I want to ask you another question that the church has also answered, but this is where it gets a bit controversial. All right? And the question that I want to ask you is, is God all knowing and is God in control of everything? Now, again, if you're brought up in the church age, the answer to that question would be, yes, Rick, of course, God is all knowing. And of course, God is in control of everything. So, <laughs> so this is what I believe. The one answer to the question has to be yes. And the other answer to the question has to be no. You can't have two yeses, if that makes sense. Because if God is in control of everything and he is all knowing as the church has taught us, then we don't have free will and we don't have free choice. Because if Yahweh knows what I'm going to choose, then I don't really have free will or free choice because whatever I chose, God knew that I was going to choose it. Okay, so I'm just trying to get you to think a bit broader than what we have been taught by the church in the church age. So the reason why it's been stirring within my spirit, especially the season that we're currently walking out right now, is there is a responsibility and an authority that's resting on us as sons to govern here in creation. And if we believe that 
God is all-knowing and He is in control of everything, as the church has taught us, then the responsibility that should be resting on us won't have a landing place because we believe that God is in control of everything and we are just positioned in creation, just waiting to see what happens. So I, I need to explain this because I've, I've realized in some of the stuff that I've been talking about, what I say isn't often what is heard. It's really hilarious. Like I will teach something, then someone will come to me that heard someone say something about the teaching that I taught. And when they tell me what they heard from someone that heard me, I'll say to them, I didn't say that, especially not in that way. So sometimes I'll have to pause and just make sure that it's very clear with the intent of my heart and what I'm saying. Yahweh is Yahweh. But I believe, especially within this day that I'm walking out right now, with a company of people, with a tribe that have said yes, and this 13th tribe that is beginning to behold things that I personally believe has not yet been revealed within this hour, within this day, within the season. And if we believe through the church age, through a doctrine that God is all-knowing and that He is in control of everything, we could possibly miss an opportunity for a company of people that have put up their hands to go, Yahweh, I want to co-labor with you. There is a responsibility that's resting upon me. There is a government that I feel so tangibly. And I know that the next 24 hours, the next week, the next month, the next six months, I know that it has not yet been written under the sun in its current corrupted fallen state, being positioned within the future as we know here. But it has been written through the predestined scroll that we have said yes to before the foundation of the earth. When Yahweh set us in Genesis in the expanse of the sky to serve as signs to mark seasons, days and years. It was then we were already observing what was unfolding within creation. So if I, if I can try put words to this, like right now, the next 24 hours, the next week, the next month, six months, the next year, it, here under the sun right now within the record of time as we know, it has not yet been written. But as sons within the government that we carry, being positioned in a realm called the future that arcs together with the realm of the present, that arcs together with the realm of the past, as we are seated upon our mountain, connected to all that is unfolding within the government that we carry, so that when I'm positioned here within creation, that what I'm engaging with as a gate as the volume of the book begins to speak, I can frame what the future that is captured in time as we know, that we can begin to behold, observe, release and frame what it's going to look like. Like this is what I'm excited about because here's the deal. If we don't, if Christians across the earth continue doing what we've been doing for, for decades, Okay, let's be honest. Then the systems that are under the sun are going to continuously unfold a record of what it's always known. 
And Romans 8 talks about it. It's saying, sons, we are currently in bondage. We are currently going to decay because we have been waiting for the revealing of sons. So that creation can come from a place of bondage going to decay to be brought into the glorious freedom and liberty of the children of Yahweh, which is who? It's you and I that can behold a realm called the future that is not the same as the future captured in time under the sun. It's not the same, okay? It's a realm. And yet we are also connected to the realm of the present and we are connected to the realm of the past and we are seated on a mountain with the government that we carry to begin to steward what we have been observing so that when we are currently here in our carnal body within creation, in the present time, under the sun, in time as we know, we can begin to frame, speak and behold the intent of our heart as the volume of the book begins to speak through the power of the breath and who we are. We get to frame what has not yet been framed. Oh, come on, man. Like I get excited about this. So these are kind of the things that I've been carrying within my heart going, oh, Yahweh, we are in for such an incredible season that I honestly believe even within the current place I am right now, I don't think I truly fully behold even what I'm carrying right now. It seems too overwhelming because here's the deal. There's, there's a promise of hope, all right? Romans 8, there's a promise of hope because when creation begins to speak to Paul, because remember creation is a living substance and what we see around us is the offspring of this living being, right? I've said it. Creation speaking to Paul and creation saying to Paul, right within the scriptures, that we have a hope and that hope is the joyful anticipation of what creation has already observed because sons are beginning to engage with a realm called the future, also engaging with the function that they have within the realm called the present that is arcing together with the realm of the past, all coming together, sitting within us as as a tabernacle, as a house in creation, which is our carnal being. And the volume of the book is beginning to speak as we are walking within creation. And creation speaks to Paul and says, right, this is within the scriptures, that we have a hope. And the hope is this, that we are going to be taken from bondage, going to decay, and we will be brought into the glorious freedom and liberty of the children of Yahweh. Guys, I can't, I can't, express this enough from my heart. The season we're in right now, there are so many things that we are beginning to write. The record of what has not yet been written within creation. And as we observe what is unfolding, as we are engaging with this co-laboring relationship with Yahweh, we begin to engage with the realm called truth. And truth gets us to see things a little differently to the way we've been taught by the church age. All right, uh, <laughs> so I can remember just sitting on this, especially with this topic, free will, free choice. God in control of everything and God that is all knowing. 
to the measure that the church ages taught us, okay? And I remember just engaging with Yahweh and he asked me this question. Son, am I in control of everything and am I all-knowing? And I answered the question going, yes, of course you are, Yahweh. And then Yahweh then responds to me and he says, but then do you have free choice and do you have free will if you believe that I am in control of everything and that I'm all-knowing to the measure that you've been taught by the church age? And I went, oh dear. All right, because now these two can't both be yes. There has to be a yes to the one and a no to the other. So I started to sit on this and I realized what Yahweh was beginning to unfold within me is that he had given me and us as a tribe and as a people the responsibility to govern creation. And what was required is a union with him. I mean, we've had the being of holiness engage with us. We've had Shekinah engage with us. They've been turning towards a tribe, towards a company of people that look like themselves because finally we are seen within creation with the intent of our heart wanting to behold the full record of what we were always destined to be before the foundation of the earth. And finally, we are in a season right now where I believe we are going to see the tangible reality of what we've been longing for, desiring, engaging with. Be present within us. Oh man, what an incredible season to be alive in. What an incredible season to co-labor with a company of people that have said yes. So I just wanted to share this with you. I'm super excited and it's such an honor that I get to do life with all of you. Oh man, I'm just smiling ear to ear. Uh, I'm in this podcast, man. Whether you listen to it when it's released or days or weeks or months after, I'm going to be in it, man. Because when I engage with podcasts like this, I position myself outside of time as we know. So that when this podcast is aired, whenever any of you are listening to it, it's as if I'm engaging in a realm called the present that is engaging with your heart. That is also connected to the realm called the present. It's awesome. So anyway, from my house to yours, shalom. Love you guys all. And I look forward to being back with you and sharing a thought of the day that I hope would encourage you. Shalom, shalom.